Welcome to Watch What Crap Ends, a podcast about all that crap on Bravo that we just love to talk about. I'm Ben Mandelker here in sunny Los Angeles, except it's nighttime. It's a late night recap. And joining me is the wonderful and hilarious Ronnie Karam. Hi, Ronnie. How are you? Well, hi, Ben. I'm good. I'm um, just to warn you all, I contain 70% isopropyl. Wow, congratulations. <laughs> I'm cleaning up my backpack and just all the memories. Doesn't it just seem like United clean clean your hand sheets were years ago? But here it is. It's like remember those, Ronnie, remember this. Remember COVID. Those those little thin thing sheets falling apart in our hands as we try to wipe ourselves down. <laughs> well, you may be full of isopropyl. I am, I think, about 99% full of Los Angeles traffic because since we last recorded an episode a few years, felt like a few years ago, it's a few hours ago, I have driven all over this damn city and I've just spent the entire time in traffic and then I came back and watched Southern Charm. So I have that special kind of energy that really an Angelino gets of of that that excitement that comes from driving to Glendale for something that lasts 15 minutes and then driving back and somehow it takes <laughs> three to four hours. So you basically spent the majority of your time doing nothing but being extremely angry and not understanding why. Congratulations. You're living like Shep. <laughs> I know. I started crying and yelling at my car. I was like, Subaru. <laughs> Subaru. I'm just another whore. I'm just a whore that drove you the longest Subaru hard die. Your super is like, uh, sorry, but remember when you took me to that really fancy car wash? Uh, that was when I realized <laughs> we're not meant to be together. I'm more like- of a like self vacuum <laughs> kind of a girl, so. <laughs> The Subaru's like, gosh, I took you to Glendale, California. We w- we went to a zero Michelin Baja Fresh. And then you started crying. That really, wow, that really caught me. That blindsided me. <laughs> it's a lie. I did not go to Baja Fresh either, by the way. I'm I'm starving. And uh, so this is what's coursing through my veins. And on top of that, there's the standard rage that comes with Southern Charm. But... By the way, shout out to all of our listeners who are at BravoCon this weekend. Hope you guys are having a fun time. Take some cool photos. Can't wait to see them. And uh, de- definitely tell us about your adventures this Monday night on Take a Seat. That's on Spotify Live, 7 o'clock on the West Coast. I'm sure there'll be lots of gossip. So can't wait to hear all about that. And um, Yeah, I want some hungover BravoCon yeah. old tea. You know, like shit that happened today when you got in. Yeah, this that's what we want. Old tea. Yeah, old I want it. Old tea. We want, well, listen, we are talking about Southern Charm, the original old tea show. I mean, literally starring old tea Thomas Ravenel in its first season. <laughs> remember when the, remember season one? And we're like, why is there such an old man on this show? It's so weird. <laughs> and Whitney. It was Whitney, too. It was Whitney and Thomas and JD. Oh, yeah. It was a yeah. different time. It was, like, it. it was like pre-Bachelor era before they all <laughs> bachelored it up. I know. Before Bachelor Nation came into formation. 
No yeah, before no everybody started pronouncing the G at the end of the words as K's. No. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a Bachelor Nation con? I feel like there must be. Probably in Nashville, right? Probably just I, like... You know what? I don't know, but I feel like there will be a lot of fedoras and men in really short (laughs) pants, wherever that is. Yeah, and a lot of like women in kind of tan and taupe. um, Like, what do you call those? (laughs) They're like ponchos, but they're not like sort of like shawls or pashminas. But there'll be a lot of that. And I feel like every panel for Bachelor Nation is going to take place on top of one of those drinking bicycles that they rode on on Salt Lake City this week. They'll just have them just going up and down the main street in Nashville. And some random country star that nobody really knows performing <laughs> in the middle of the street for no reason. Travis Burkhart. You're like, who's that? It's like, oh, don't you know? <laughs> All right. So in case you guys forgot, previously on Southern Charm, wow, why do you want to see Craig's dick? So we've got another episode beginning with dick and ending with dick. Thanks, Andy yeah. Cohen. I love that Andy Cohen is just so tired. He's got the kids at home. He's got all these people screaming in his ear. He's got more reunions than ever, a radio show, a TV show, and he just doesn't give a fuck anymore. He's no, just like, he doesn't. he doesn't even pretend to care about people anymore. He's just like, I want to talk about Craig's debt. Yeah, especially, especially on these like non-Bravo, I'm, I'm sorry, non-Real Housewives reunions. He really doesn't give a fuck. And, and you know, I thought he was kind of chippy with Taylor later on. And I was like, wow, he's being really chippy. And then I realized, oh, it's probably because last episode, Taylor came hot out the gates before it was her proper segment. And he's just like, listen, we have a tight ship. I got to do what I can do to get out of here by 730 tonight. And by you doing this, you just added an hour on to my day. So I'm coming for you. <laughs> Yeah, because look, we get to see the edited version that takes two hours, but for them, that's a 10-hour day. Taylor started the day histrionics and ended the day with fucking histrionics. It's like, can you just shut up? Like, at some point, and I'm on your side. I am 100% on your side. And even I was like, enough, Oh, no, I I loved it. I loved it because when Taylor, like, Taylor finally, like, letting her emotions out, she was truly like every melodrama that's ever played on CMT. Like she really was that scene that comes on, you know, when the Aaron Eckhart kind of character cheats and leaves. And then she's like standing there in the kitchen. She's got like, she's in her jeans. She just put the kids to sleep. She just made dinner. She just banged down her plate and be like, you know what? If you want to help, I'll tell you how you can help. You can, you can stop seeing all those whores in Texas. You know, like she had all that whole monologue, like every, every domestic drama, but like sort of soapy drama. She just nailed it. I mean, I think that they need to bring her into writer's rooms and then be like, can you tell us a little bit about Shep? Oh, I'll tell you about Shep. He didn't love me. He, I'll tell you what he loved. He loved himself, but I love that man. I love him so much. And I hate that I love him, but I love that I hate him. What can I say? They're like, that's great. Thank you so much. I'll we tell have you who Shep, lo- who Shep loves. Whores! They're all whores! I mean, that monologue... It was. It didn't change. That's why she couldn't be brought into a writer's room. It's the same monologue. She just did it in act two as well. I was like, you can't just do the same monologue and scream whores again. I was like, was this part of <laughs> yes, the coming can. next I week? Want, it's I not part to... of the coming next week. She literally just did the same script, but again. And everyone was looking around like, she knows she already did this, right? <laughs> coming next week, also the name of Shep's love life. <laughs> listen i i loved it i loved her like random moments of 
of like vulgarity, you know, in contrast to her being like, the power of prayer is amazing. She's like, is that all you wanted? You just wanted another whore so you could nut on her. You're like, whoa, Taylor. <laughs> no. I loved I it. I loved it. Jeez. It was great. <laughs> She's like, what are you, a bartender of jizz? Go ahead. Give those girls all those jizz shots all over Texas. It's like, what the hell? Like, one second you're in Sunday school. The next minute, you know, you're like giving us visuals of bukkakis all over Sixth Street. Jeez, like, this was, I thought it was—I thought it was wonderful, and I can't wait for Connie Britton to play her at some point in her life. Somehow, uh, so there's an age difference, but I think we can make it work. Well, I can't believe we did um, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills reunion and Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, and I still had at least one. Shut up! Just <laughs> shut up! I could just pull that right out of my bag. So that's impressive because I really thought I had run out for the day. Well, you know what? It was preserved in all that isopropyl from United Airlines. <laughs> your shut up that you, you stowed in your bag, <laughs> your actual bag. You're like, hey, I found my shut up. So we all start right. with, um, uh, it's like it's a little bit, it's like lunchtime, I guess. And Taylor's just like in Catherine's room ranting and raving. <laughs> Because she's just totally unhinged. And she's like, he hasn't worked a day in his life. I mean, to quote Kim Kardashian, you get your ass up and work. Nobody wants to fucking work these days. I'm like, I think there's better there's better uh, inspiration than Kim Kardashian. And it's not a diss on Kim Kardashian, but that quote famously people really hated because she just made it sound so easy that you just stand up and you just start working. And it's like, but you've had everything handed to you, Kim Kardashian. I just, Taylor, I think we need better role models. Taylor, it's like, you, I know you think you're just hitting it out of the park on this reunion. I know you do. And you should have, you know, I was here for you, but Kim Kardashian, Kim fucking Kardashian. Come on. Come on, Taylor, stay within your brand. It should have been an Amy Grant reference. It should have been like, as Amy Grant once said, I could be so good for you. Am I right? Catherine, as Linda Dano taught us, you show up with attitudes. <laughs> as as Amy Grant also said, hats. God, I love that song. I heard Kai Richard singing it. <laughs> also, this show, I love that they open and they're on break. Are you guys ever not on break? They have 30 breaks on this show. Did you notice that? It's like every two minutes they're on break <laughs> or asking for a break. Yeah, well, I think that's probably mainly due to Craig. So um, I just have to assume he has things to burp up, you know? So um, uh, so Andy... His, no, his nose has lots of things to swallow. <laughs> so then Andy is uh, sees Shep in the hallway and he goes, Whoa, Shep! I felt really bad for you. And Shep's like, Gosh, Andy, thanks, Andy, gosh! He's like, Whoa, what's the first reunion? I ever felt bad for you. Oh, thanks, even I felt bad for me, Andy. <laughs> and then love is in her dressing room talking to Lamar who's so bored he almost made it through the season without getting onto camera and he's just sitting there and she's like oh my god I'm like sitting on the edge of the sofa Lamar can you imagine it the edge of the sofa have you ever thought of that concept sitting on the edge he's like I want to go back I want he's sitting on the can edge you- of a folding chair <laughs> like as close to the door as possible He's like, I would like to have the edge of a sofa around my ears right now. <laughs> if that makes sense. And she's like, oh, my God. Yeah, Catherine is so erratic. And oh, my God, her spray tan. And the whole palm of her hands is orange. And Naomi's, we see that Naomi's in there, too, just eating. Like, she even eats her damn Chinese food like this. 
<laughs> I can show you damn cashew chicken, woman. Um, but she's like, uh, yeah, whenever she yells at me, I just like stare at the bottom of her feet. <laughs> uh, and then we see Catherine. Uh, Catherine's also on one. She's like, love. Erm, Lev is full of shit. Now it's my turn to stand up for the underdog because we always rise to the top. Erm, erm. Catherine, who are you talking about? Who's the underdog that you're sticking up for here? I'm, I'm confused. And I like that Catherine just keeps that going. Do you remember the season? Well, of course you do because it was like the best one. But where Ashley was coming from for Catherine and then Catherine became this big hero. And then she tweeted something. She got in a fight with Ashley on social media and she tweeted something like, you just tried to come for me, the unexpected underdog heroine of... <laughs> just rebranding re- herself. Just quit while, yeah, just quit while you're ahead there. So yeah. I like that she's held on to that. Now it's and, my turn to stand up for the underdog. It's still me. <laughs> yeah. And then Craig, Austin, and Vanita are shotgunning in the hallway, and Craig goes, to the shrimp boat. <laughs> and I says, Craig, what the hell does that mean, Craig? Because that's where we did a shotgun for the first time together. Yeah, Vanita's like, that's when we, because she's doing it with them. And she's like, what? That's when we did our first one. And Austin goes, really? <laughs> wow, Austin. Jeez. Just go could with you, it, could you make the girl feel like she's part of something for this oh, 30 seconds of your life, you fucking douche? Stop acting so, like all of your toasts before her shotguns make any sense. Because you know, all the other ones were like, to the hand towels in the bathroom. Yes, cheers, Craig. That was beautifully stated. <clears throat> Craig, what's your dick? So then um, back on the couch, everyone starts gathering, and Craig sits next to Olivia again. He's like, uh, catch me up on who's mad at who. And she's like, I mean, if it's not obvious. <laughs> <laughs> Is there going to be an end to that sentence, or, or should I wait? So then uh, Andy's like, well, between her curated collections of Barbies and influencer Vanita must have be the envy of women everywhere. But while she knows her way around fashion, the same can't be said of how she navigates her friendships. Ah. Hey, Vanita, love your Barbies. Just kidding. I barely watched you on this show. That was just the only word that came into my mind right now. So, Vanita, we haven't heard anything about your relationships. Okay, you know what? When you guys start including masturbation scenes, call me. That should have been her answer. Get the yeah. fuck out of here. Why do I have to have one? Okay, I'm <laughs> Don't worthy get Taylor without started. It. Masturbation scenes, just like Shep does with women masturbating on their faces. Whoa, Taylor, Taylor, it's not your turn. I make a shit ton of money, you know, looking pretty. I don't have to pay for a man's shit right now. And I have a good vibrator. So go fuck yourself. How's that for an answer? <laughs> yeah. So she talks about how um, she hasn't been in a, a relationship for a long time because she was in a mentally abusive one where she was like giving money to the guy and uh, or, or she just she said that she was giving more than than he was giving to her. And Craig's like, you gave him money, too. And it turns out that she paid for the bills. She paid for this. She paid for that. So basically like Naomi and Craig season three through five. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Uh, and she's like, yeah, you know, I was paying bills. I was paying his phone bill, his light bill, if he needed gas. I mean, things I wasn't even doing for myself. I was like, oh. 
keep the lights on. <laughs> I know. Jane. I was like, wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> Come on, Benita. So Andy asked Madison if she knew this guy that she's talking about. And she's like, yes, but I didn't know he was doing all that. I would have said, get out of here. That is crazy. Hold on. I'm going to pat your head. Uh, pat your uh, knee, even though I hate you. Hold on. Pat, pat, you know, pat. The knee is the head of the leg. I'm, I'm going to pat your, your leg head. <laughs> Sorry for coughing into your face, everybody. <laughs> it's okay. Um, so, this uh, show it, just has a lot of gravelly talking. Yeah, it's hard. Going straight into Madison. It's like, what yeah. am I? The Mar- what, Are we Mariah Carey? Like, how are you supposed to do this? this like, is like, hey, a- I like this. Hey, why are you touch a sick? That's a sing right now. It's a sing. And then I really love corn. <laughs> it's a lot, of, a lot of pivoting for us. Okay. It's a lot of pivoting. And again, let me just remind everyone, I'm running on Glendale travel fumes. So uh, this guy was a school teacher. Um, and, uh, basically Vanita found out that he was cheating on her, which is, I'm not laughing at that he's cheating, but I'm laughing at the reveal, which was, she, she goes, and she was very old. She was 60. And they were like, oh, oh, what, what? <laughs> 60 years old? Uh. I know. And he's just sitting there like, thanks. Feels great. <laughs> so, uh, he's like, Vanita, you know, your mom got a lot of love on Twitter, and then we see the clip of her and her mom where she's like, Mom, like you, the way that you acted with dad, that makes me not able to have a relationship or whatever she said to her mom. Listen, I think the mom needs to come on here just to, just to get her round of applause for not smacking her child after that scene. <laughs> I would have been like, are you fucking kidding me? I put on my best turban. It matches my outfit. <laughs> and now you're going to question my motherhood in my only scene on this show. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> and you over there, stop talking about masturbation. I'm hearing it from the elevator all the way over here to the stage. Settle down. You got dumped or you did the dumping who cares she turns into a new yorker so um vanita's crying uh because she's talking about her mom and her mom opened up and so it's like very moving for her and then uh and he's like great cool anyway Catherine, you know at the garden party vanita questioned if you were raising your kids to be racially sensitive and then twitter waited chlor from rocks yeah uh, Chlora from Rocks, everyone, said, rather than be... <laughs> Chlora from Rocks said, I had to use myself after Shep masturbated on me. I laugh every time I'm like a fucking baby. <laughs> I know. Anyway, Chlora from Rocks. <laughs> Chlora from Rocks has finished wiping itself Ooh. down after hanging, hooking up with Shep and said, rather than being... <laughs> This is like a question about racism and we're being so stupid. <laughs> well, the answer is stupid, too. Okay, so he's like, okay, it's a garden party. Listen, Twitter had a lot to say. Celine from fucking Dion right now on Twitter said, Catherine, racism is learned and it was a valid question. Why did you get so mad about it? And Catherine's like, um, that wasn't what was asked. And then we see the cliff of that being the question that was yeah. asked and the Vanita goes no I when I asked her to ask her kids look I was just saying if they were racist based on what had been done by her in the past <laughs> yeah so that's why I was like taken aback 
Like <laughs> Catherine never even understood the question. It's like yeah, we're at the reunion and Catherine still doesn't know what the fuck was asked of her. And there's actually only one good answer for that question. And Catherine doesn't seem to be able to like really just just say it. You know, hey Catherine, are you raising your kids to be racist? Um, well, it's funny that you said just say no. Just say no. I've learned from my mistake. Yeah, just not say no. It's like the easiest. You know? It's like a softball. So then Andy's like, Leva, you inspired the conversation a little bit. And Leva's like, oh, yeah, I felt so bad for Catherine because, like, as a mom, that was severe. But I felt bad for Vanita because I don't think Vanita is always good at tackling something. It just sort of came out. And I was like, no, Vanita, no, here, let, let someone else do this because you're, you're failing at it right now. She really is. She doesn't yeah. have the finesse that Cameron had calling everybody out. She's just kind of an asshole. She's and a little self aware. That's why. Well, she's self conscious. So, therefore, and I say this as someone who says things self consciously quite a bit. When you get self conscious, you don't really go in for the kill. And when you're on a, and when you're on a reality TV show, you kind of have to say, fuck it. I'm going to say something. If I look stupid, that's fine because I'll just repair it later. And, and she sort of shied away from that. Well, this was also a situation where Leva's first season was Vanita's first season. It was last season. And Leva was with Vanita on all of this stuff, confronting Catherine, trying to make Catherine like come through and take responsibility and really take accountability, et cetera, et cetera. But then this season, she's not at all with Vanita. She just like <laughs> dropped that whole thing. She's like, well, you know, I want people on Twitter to be nice to me. I'm just going to drop the whole thing and I'll make Vanita do it. So then she publicly pushes Vanita into doing it which was ill-advised in the first place like mm. what the fuck kind of thing is that to say at a party like yeah, it's last storyline and so to make her say it at her own birthday party <laughs> it's like what is going on it was ill-advised yeah. to begin with ill-advised okay. here comes one right now so now leva is still just you know leaving her out to dry kind of like, yeah. if you're going to go there, that's your storyline too, Leva. You can't just completely become a different person the next season. And then Craig tries to do his, like, little kid thing. He goes, well, I really appreciated that Leva, that Vanita had my back at times when I felt like I was being ganged up on this year. He says it like he's just cute Craig just going to get some chai in the morning <laughs> when he was, like, the one fully berating Several people, most oftentimes it was Naomi, but he was the chief berater this season, I would actually say. Even more so than Austin, if that's even possible. I think it's so funny how obvious Craig is, because usually on these shows, you're like, well, this is what they did, but this is why they did it. The only reason he's being nice to Vanita is because she says something against Naomi. That's the real reason, no matter what he says. But then you ask him, and he's like, yeah. I just like that she was on my side, so I'm nice to her. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, thanks for taking all the fucking mystery out of it. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Like, we're trying to do our job here, okay? <laughs> so, and actually, he wasn't even asked, was he? He just kind of like, well, maybe he was. I don't maybe know. He I was. can't read my notes. I, I don't know. I, I, I'm not going to lie, and this was not a commentary on the show, but I did have a moment where I kind of dozed off because, again, I was Glendale. Glendale. <laughs> I was like, Glendale's a real bitch. Well, on, Everybody on the way, knows it. Yeah, and on the way back, I I stopped off at the supermarket, and my supermarket has um a built-in Panda Express, so I did pick up two spring rolls, and I think the combination of having like just like a touch of spring roll in me and Glendale made me go a little sleepy time uh for about five to ten minutes in the middle of this episode. <laughs> I love when Panda Express tries to pretend they're healthy. Have you fresh? 
<laughs> you guys, what's wrong with me? I'm That's so the actual sorry. Commercial. That's the actual commercial. My God, I'm not even editing this one. I can't that's, even take no, it out. Usually, I in. pretend I'm like Trailer Park over here. But um, <laughs> no, I like that. That's the copy on the commercial. <laughs> like it's just, the announcer just coughing up a lung here at Panda Express. <laughs> hey, you know where you want to get a spring roll? Panda Express, nice MSG rolled spring roll. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it was great. It was totally worth it. So, oh, Vanita, no class. Let's just don't put this episode out. Let's just do it and don't put it out. We can say whatever we want. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Vanita basically is saying that she just wanted Craig to be able to get his emotions out, and Andy's like, and he turns to Naomi and goes, "Do you regret being harsh to her?" As if Naomi has ever regretted being harsh to anyone or anything. <laughs> but she's like, "Yeah, of course. Like my feelings were hurt, so I reacted." He's like. And did you guys did you guys resolve everything? Did you guys patch that up? Which funny that Andy is down for them patching things up off screen here. But when it comes to Crystal and Sutton and Beverly Hills patching things up, oh no, we gotta talk about this because he watched three episodes of something. But anyway. she's like, she apologized, and I was like, you're not my friend. And then I like dumped her publicly in front of cameras. I mean, what else could you ask for? I mean, is will our relationship ever be the same? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, are Catherine's the soles of her feet bright orange? <laughs> Jeez, Question Naomi, just itself. say she's dead to me and be done with it. God, it's like, can you fake it for like two seconds? So um, Andy asked Vanita, he's like, wow, Vanita, I mean, your friendships didn't survive the season at all. Madison, Naomi, Leva, I saw B-roll footage, even your Barbie dolls were turned against the wall. <laughs> Yeah, I heard that even your dog, Charles, just like got a bindle and drove off to Idaho. That's crazy. She's like, yeah, it's really sad because like they were my roll dogs. And, you know, this one here, pointing at Madison, thinks I threw her under the bus. And she's no, thank you. You did. You did. It wasn't that I thought it. Well, I gave you an apology, and, like, she didn't think it was sincere. I didn't think it was sincere. But it was. I really took my time with that. A text message. You took your time with the text message. I mean, what did you do? Just ask Siri to do it twice instead of just one time? What the fuck? Benita's like, well, when I called you, you hung up on me. Well, to be fair, there was a sale on corn at the time. So you know what time is corn, as they say. <laughs> well, I was her biggest fan, Andy. I was her biggest fan. And Love was like, me too. Shut Leva, be quiet over there. You started all this shit with her, and now you're at, you started all of this, and now you're acting. Well, she didn't start it, but you were fanning flames, man. But also, like, this is all over that stupid cell phone thing, which, by the way, Vanita never said, at least on the show, that Madison snatched the cell phone out of her hands. She literally says, oh, so I gave the phone to Madison, or she took it. Like, But they these two are so mad at Vanita about this cell phone. And I'm like, I just feel like there are bigger... And worse people, people doing worse things in their lives that they have forgiven. Like they're like Leva's Leva's saying to Craig, oh, you know, by the end. Well, I mean, if you want to stop by, we could have a conversation. Craig yelled at her and kicked her out of the party. But like, God forbid, Vanita 
Vanita texted something or had some issue with the cell phone and it's like she's dead to her. I, I don't know. Well, it's even closer to home than that because they they were being shitty to each other on that text yeah. Madison and Leva. So they're mad at Vanita for showing the text, but you guys were the one being bitchy about each other. So whatever. Yeah. So Madison's like, Andy said, why wouldn't you take her call? And Madison's like, well, I would expect that from anyone on this couch, but not her to do that to me. She's like, what did I do? You talk shit about me. <laughs> oh, Madison, you're Madison. Okay. Yeah. Like, I don't even have to think of a logical argument <laughs> other than that. You're Madison. Madison's like, what she said came out of left field. And you know how I don't like baseball fields ever since that movie when they, you know what, the Field of Dreams, you know what they did? They destroyed cornfields. That was absolutely terrible and not accounted for, I have to say. So to this day, I will not accept any baseball analogies. I haven't liked baseball since I broke up with that ex of Jennifer Lopez's. <laughs> and that too. God, that all worked really well together, didn't it? Yeah, it sure did. I love that you just totally forgot about that and went for Field of Dreams instead. I went the Kevin Costner route. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> but the good part is my left brain and my right brain found commonality in baseball and why I should double down on hitting Vanita. <laughs> If you build it, they will come. All over whores in Texas! Okay, Taylor. Yo, we'll get to you. We'll get to you, Taylor. <laughs> so she's like, oh, you just had real fun, didn't you? you? You're like, oh, Madison, that's what Madison does. Tries to cause problems. That's just Madison. And then you said that I snatched your phone. Can anyone else speak up for me? Speak up for me! And Love was like, yeah, you said she snapped the phone. And you said that Madison was talking shit about Olivia. Madison was talking shit about <laughs> Olivia. Was. What the fuck planet are you people living on? Leva, I'm very disappointed in you, ma'am. I'm very yeah. disappointed in you. But I'm also disappointed in the editors of this show for not giving us enough context of this fight. Like, why was this relegated to basically a scene at Leva's bar and... And that's it. So, like, they have, we're having this whole big fight. We have the rifts ab- amongst the cast, and they couldn't be bothered to give us any insight into this. Instead, we have to watch a million, you know, uh, scenes of Shep walking little Craig, who which he doesn't even have anymore. So then yeah. Madison's all mad. She's like, one, two, three, four, five women said I did something that I didn't do. Okay. One, two, three, four, five women. Did you hear that? That's what that is. One, <laughs> two, three, four, five. Okay. That's not just five, four, three, two, one. That was one, two, three, four, five women who did that. Okay. All right. All right. You're counting numbers. That means it's time to move on. Okay. So uh, I'm going to do that thing when I'm bored with you guys at a reunion. I'm just going to say, hey, we're not going to resolve this. Because that's not interesting to me. So, uh, Vanita, what's your biggest regret from the season aside from signing on initially? Well, um, I guess what I learned is I guess I learned to be myself. And Craig's like, that's the lesson you learned when you come on this show. It's like the best lesson that you can learn. Okay. It's like, Craig. <laughs> You spent is four there anything lying. left downtown? Like, <laughs> how much did you snort today? Like, Jesus Christ, are you talking through a paper bag? He's like, yeah, the best thing you learn today, though. <laughs> sound Ka- like a car trying to start in the winter. <laughs> and Catherine's like, I've learned the more you're just yourself, the better you are, you know. So if the inside of you wants to yell, Thomas, <laughs> you just let that out. You let it out, girl. Just be 100% yourself. You're orange. You painted yourself <laughs> orange. 
Uh, so then Andy just goes, well, <laughs> it's the birds and the bees and the one, two, threes. Am I right, everyone? I figured if I just sang that lyric, it would somehow make you guys all stop talking. Yeah. And then and Craig's like, I'm sorry, but can like, we drink water or like a Red Bull or like go to the bathroom or something. Wow, Craig, you made it five minutes through working. Congratulations. Andy's like, what, what do you want? That's three requests. He's like, uh anything mm-hmm. so um now Starts it's like throwing dollar bills at his head like on winter house <laughs> take this, take this. <laughs> yeah uh, oh we didn't mention the winter house uh premiere in case you missed the announcement that's gonna be on our bonus episode this week but it'll probably be on the main feed last next week so look for that on patreon anyway so uh, now it's the break and andy and madison are taking photos together and matt's like these are our first these are our first photo together andy i certainly do like it you're like deal sad as he's like well i am a dad now do you know i'm a dad i got two kids yeah <laughs> well welcome back as they say everyone loves to come back almost everyone <laughs> Naomi H from PV says, what was more terrifying, coming back with your tail between your legs or coming to the show and facing the cast you turned your back on? Taylor, I know you heard me say come and come back several times that <laughs> sentence. I'm just going to need you to just close your mouth already just ahead of time. Really? Was H from PV one of those whores in Texas? Oh, you want to talk about comebacks? Just look at Chap's latest whore lying on her stomach. <laughs> so Naomi's like I mean I wouldn't say that I like turn my back and Catherine goes yeah she dissed the whole series she didn't only say negative things about us she said negative things like the show like what the show's about and like what, what we do on the show and like how the show is <laughs> she said she didn't like Susan and craft services and Susan gets the best M&M's that was mean so and then we see the clips and it's Leva say I mean not Leva it's uh, Naomi sorry same energy it's Naomi mm. saying um, I have a strained relationship with Catherine because I like struggle with her filming strategy like it gets so toxic <laughs> Filming strategy, a.k.a. showing up late to things, right? I think that's what that means. No, she was saying, because this was all about Cameron, because oh, right. Catherine tried to bring this affair of uh, Cameron's husband up, and that's why Cameron quit the show and wouldn't come back. And yeah. then Naomi went on was like, how dare you, Catherine? Yeah. Naomi shouldn't be pick, taking up on that fight. She's, you know, She should know better. Just let them do it. So then, um, and then another thing she said to People Magazine was, drama is needed to stay relevant on reality television, and sadly, false rumors about others are sometimes created. <laughs> so then, then Naomi is like, actually, Catherine, um, I wasn't dissing the show. It was just, like, more personal to you. <laughs> I was <dissing> you. <laughs> well, Craig, what do you think about Naomi returning? And he's like, well, she called me, and I was like, I'm all for it, like, originally. And Naomi goes, yeah, like, I called Craig, and, like, I guess I called, like, I don't know, whoever else. Like, I spoke to everyone that mattered to me. And um, <laughs> and then Leva's, like... Leva rolled... Yeah, Leva gets <laughs> all mad. so mad. Like, wow, everyone who matters to you? Wow, thanks, thanks. And, and then it cuts to Craig giving heart-in-his-eye look to Naomi. Did you catch that? Of course, weird. It's all, it's, that's just how he looks at her, you know. So, um, Catherine, Catherine was not one of those people who got the the one on one with Naomi. So she just throws her head back and starts staring up 
doing the classic <laughs> reunion thing when you you want to show that you want to say something, but you're going to hold yourself back. So you're going to stare at a light in the ceiling. Ah. She's like Matt. She hates Naomi. Hates her guts. Never wants to talk to her again. But is mad that she didn't get a personal call from Naomi. Yeah. So then, um, let's see. So then we see the clip of Craig lying and saying, "Yeah, Naomi sat me down and she was like, you know what, Craig, you're like literally right about everything that you ever said. I'm so sorry. Please, you know, please let, let me have your children. I beg of you. I'll do whatever you want. You're all I think. You're the you're like the first thing I think about in the morning, and you're the last thing I think about at night. And like in the afternoon, I'm thinking like, can we get water or like a Red Bull or like <laughs> go to the bathroom or something." All right, Craig, let's talk about you guys having sex because I just need to visualize this for later on this evening. So we got a lot of feedback about you guys hooking up in Vegas. Walk us through what happened. And like, uh, it was late at night. All right, go on. Keep speaking. You connected. It was late at night. Yeah, it was a booty tax, huh? Huh? What were you, what were you wearing? What were you wearing, Craig? Hopefully they were really short pants. Okay, did you have a little five o'clock shadow like you have right now? Hey, Naomi, Craig's penis. Did you think it was something Austin should see? Yes or no? What Do you think I like? should look at it and then tell Austin what it looks like? <laughs> So Andy's so then basically it was a booty call and Andy's like, okay, and now the next morning was there a walk of shame? And they're like, no, we actually went to see Leva and you know, this was all on the show, so they're just repeating it. And Leva Andy doesn't watch his show. That's, that's what I true. love. He's surprised by everything that happens. <laughs> yeah. Leva's like, these two shysty people came over and then Craig delayed his arrival. <laughs> but they were coming from the same hotel. It was obvious they hooked up, you know? And so they're just like laughing about how they thought they were going to pull a fast one over Leva, you know. And then he questions Craig on, you know, trying to get him like, but what about you and Paige? Were you dating? Did you cheat? What was it? And he's like, no, no, me and Paige, like we weren't anything at the time. You know, we were like seeing each other, but we were like long distance. And, you know, I just like needed to be single. So like she was seeing other people, too. So it's like it wasn't just me seeing other people. Oh, yeah. So this was like around the time when Paige was with Andrea. So did it bother you that she said Andrea had a beautiful penis? Have you seen that penis? Do you have a photo you can show me? <laughs> Send it to me, ideally. <laughs> and uh, Craig's like, uh, no, I wasn't upset. I mean, I would be disappointed if he didn't have a beautiful penis. I mean, look at him. Well, that's what I'm trying to do, Craig. <laughs> so Naomi's <laughs> Austin, like. Austin, did you take any pictures? I mean, come on, somebody here. Naomi, Naomi asks the question that we're all asking. Why are we talking about dicks still? <laughs> After everything that's happened on their show, is there still no human resources? Like, really? <laughs> well, one of the most shocking revelations this season. Naomi, you and Whitney hooked up. Wow. Who made the first move? It feels strange. I'm assuming it had to have been Whitney because there's no way you were going to make a first move on Whitney, right? No, I'm wrong. What is happening? I can't see dicks and Naomi's making moves on Whitney. My world's upside down. I'd like to make, I'd like to answer that question because I'm just an innocent good boy who's handsome and who just wants positivity and love stories in the world. <laughs> Whitney said that you grabbed his hand and he said, and you said, let's get out of here. It was kind of a lovely gesture. Wow, you grabbed his hand. What a lovely gesture. <laughs> like a lovely gesture. That's when you send somebody a card. Like at, at a funeral. You know what I mean? Like a lovely gesture. He took my hand. 
Hey, have you been hiding your feelings for Whitney this whole time? She's like, well, feelings, well, you know, Whitney and I, there's like a little bit more like he lost his dad over the summer. And then like when he called me and we started talking more frequently, like it was cool. We were like great friends and we're still great friends. It was just, like never more than great friendship that for like a second turned into like a regretty kind of friendship, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> and then back to normal friendship. It was basically like traumatic because we both lost people. And so it was like basically like trauma. And then like, I don't know, like we tried to fuck, but then like he really couldn't get it up. But we're still really good friends. That's all I heard during that. Well, we realized like even though I am French that um, for this to really work out, I'd have to be an older French woman. So that would feel like a foreign film. So we decided we'd just let it be. (sighs) But then he wouldn't date you. Exactly, Andy. Exactly. That's what makes it a tortured film. Yes. <laughs> so, I'm not Charlotte um, Rampling. What can I say? Commercials. Here comes one right now. He asked how many times she had to sneak past Patricia. And she's like, oh my God, I totally hope to see Patricia. But like, she just gets up so late. So this is the one thing you're not going to get up. <laughs> you just did it. Damn it. <laughs> Patricia was right. awake. She just didn't want to like. She just didn't want to think about her son having sex in the room next door. You know, Naomi like was like, "Hey, Miss Patricia, just want to say goodbye before I leave. I'm sleeping. Ha ba 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 ba. Ha ba 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 ba." She's just standing behind the door, going, "Tricks are for kids." <laughs> She's blowing a feather over her lips. So uh, Catherine rolls her eyes. Well, Shep's like, well, Whitney told me in private, you know, and he's normally so personal about his business. He just doesn't like it being on the show. So Catherine rolls her eyes and she just keeps rolling them during this whole segment. And nobody says, hey, Catherine, why are you rolling your eyes? Uh, So finally she just goes, can I also add, not the last time I checked. No, like, (laughs) figuratively. Can I also add that the only thing that hurt my feelings is that, like, when when Whitney and I did our thing, you know, in season one, and partly in season two, most of season three, I mean... Should I just go through them all or just get the five minutes? <laughs> no, to I think we, I think we understand. You're painting a picture. We get it. Okay, <laughs> so when you guys were bone in, there I said it. He would get really mad when I would talk about it, but then like he's totally cool with them on camera, and I was like, damn, that's embarrassing. Like it makes me feel like I'm not good enough. And I like that at this moment, like, no, of course you're good enough to be Whitney's one night stand. Of course, Catherine, don't say that about yourself. (laughs) Everyone's like consoling her in this warped way. Yeah, you're totally right. (laughs) But then it cuts to a clip of of her being like, Whitney, everybody knows that we like hooked up. And he's like, (laughs) it didn't happen because you're not good enough. <laughs> it didn't even happen. It's like, yeah. Uh, so I don't Naomi's know why like, I feel like that. <laughs> and Naomi's like, well, it could have been the Thomas of it all. <laughs> yeah, it, that's probably what it was. You were already engaged in another disgusting relationship. So it just didn't want to overload the viewers. Oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> so, same uh, reason you aren't on Raya. Okay. Um, <laughs> Thomas is like, I shall have a say about this. <laughs> 
So, um, uh, so what surprised Craig the most about the relationship with Whitney and Naomi? Because oh, I thought it was great. Andy's like, um, you didn't <laughs> seem to think it was great when you were ranting and raving through Frank Lloyd Wright's house. <laughs> Uh, and Olivia's like, yeah, you were furious. And <laughs> Olivia just over there pissed off at everybody. I love it. And yeah. Craig's like, well, I'm not going to say that it wasn't shocking. Because like when I first heard it, I was like, oh, my God, I was so shocked. But then, you know, it's like Pop Rocks. But then you're like, oh, oh, oh damn, that's really good. It's really good. <laughs> and Olivia goes, you literally said fuck off and die a horrible, slow, painful death, preferably in a fire, and then drown. He's like. Oh, yeah, I guess I did kind of say that. <laughs> I'm just a cute boy. So Andy's like, well, you <laughs> said he was breaking bro code. He goes, well, it is because I think it's weird. He's like, Why is it breaking bro code? Well, you just don't hook up with people's exes. It's kind of like, you know, like I would never do that to Andrea with a girl he was super into. Exactly. Well, that's, the, <laughs> you know. Or they never dated like Carl or something. That would be crazy. Um, one of my friends, oh, and Andy goes, maybe you're still in love with her. That's it, Naomi. That's your chance. Get out your phone. Get a picture of his dick. Hurry. Hurry. Um, before Andy, they wait, take. Wait, wait. I thought that this was funny because he goes, well, maybe you're still in love with her. Okay. We're going to leave it there. I was like, oh, you're just going <laughs> to, you're just going to just make this accusation when he's in a committed relationship. Just say like, oh, you're just deeply in love with her. I see it in your eyes. It's all over your body. Wow. Okay. We're going to leave it right there. I was like, whoa. Where we got the, the ding went off and uh, Craig's got to have a Red Bull before his head falls off. All right, everybody. <laughs> Can I just say, a friend of mine, I have my um, text open in the background, and it just popped up and says, he has notification silenced. You're notifying me to tell somebody else silence their notifications? What the fuck kind wow. of notification is that? You ding me to tell me that somebody else doesn't want to hear from me? Go fuck yourself, Siri. Seriously, <laughs> I'm over it. I'm not listening. Hey, just want to let you know I'm not listening to you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, so then when we come back, um, Wacky Craig is like, oh, my God, I think I ripped my pants <laughs> right in my dick area. And he's like, yeah, <laughs> It's working. I knew if I put some strange sharp objects down there, we'd finally get a tear. <laughs> so uh, Catherine goes, and you don't have underwear on. And Craig goes, no, I wear underwear when we do stuff like this, you know. <laughs> And he's like, well, why don't you wear underwear? Because, you know, theoretically, if you did wear underwear, I'm sure there's a lot of people, maybe some middle-aged men who maybe host reunions who'd like to sniff it. Just suggesting that. <laughs> well, I don't like to wear it because, like, in high school, like, we had to wear underwear. And then, like, when you do high school things, like, I don't know, study or, like, walk, like, your underwear bunches up and then, like, it, like, rashes your pee-pee or whatever. And then, like, or it sweats or, like, it sings. It's like, what are you talking about? We're fucking underwear, you weirdo. <laughs> You're wearing silk boxers. By the way, this is probably something that we're going to see on Survivor this season. Like, you know, ever since I've been out here on Survivor, like wearing these kind of pants, like I'm just forced to wear boxers. Because like in high school, I couldn't wear boxers. They'd ride up and it was hard. But now I'm out here on Survivor and I can wear boxers and I'm like getting over that now. And it's great. <laughs> You're just, so just... strong. You're so strong, chat. <laughs> Jeff. Just... 
Jeff, Jeff standing on the beach. <laughs> what did it mean for you to swim to that platform knowing your boxers were going to fall off? Well, those boxers really represent a lot of oppression for me in high school. So in many ways, even though I am going to be butt naked from the bottom down for the rest of the season, it's real. It's honestly, it's a triumph for me. So thank you, Jeff, for giving me this moment. Listening to a skinny hot guy complain about underwear riding up when I'm sitting here with like thunder thighs and bicycle shorts every time I leave the house. You know what I mean? So I don't <laughs> chafe from going to get the fucking mail outside. <sighs> but you know what? I'm happy for you. Go ahead. You earned it. Just you kidding, earned- thin privilege. Just kidding. <laughs> so Andy's like, well, have you tried briefs? And Craig goes, I have them on right now. And Taylor goes, what about whitey tidies? Gosh, Taylor, it's tidy whiteys. You go back to your whores. You go back to your whore, chef. You put all the t- whitey tidies you put on their faces. You, you, also, you talk to them that way. Isn't that what briefs are? I, I think they're tidy whiteys. Really no briefs. Tidy white. Oh, tidy whiteys are briefs, but I think I feel like Andy was maybe suggesting boxer briefs potentially. I don't know. I think that would be a good solution for Craig. Yeah. So um, <laughs> uh, Andy's like, well, oh yeah. So Craig's like, yeah. Austin doesn't like me wearing underwear. He doesn't like me free balling. And Austin's like, yeah, I don't like that. I don't like that. And Andy says, you know, the amount of opinions you have about what's happening in his pants is not as wild. All right, moving on, Craig. Uh, uh, One knee on the edge of a chair and the other knee on the other edge of the chair. Craig is doing it. Almost saw his wiener. Almost saw his wiener. (laughs) Now, by the way, we also missed uh, Craig saying that not wearing underwear, it's kind of freeing. It feels good. And Andy goes, that's why it's called free balling. Oh, <laughs> I like I like Craig learning the origins of the term free balling. Oh, because you have your balls and they're free. Got it. That's a small bald person. Because I feel like anyone with well, we don't need to go into balls hanging in your in your pants, but just, you know, how about balls hanging in a whore's mouth? Because that's what Shep's do in Texas. <laughs> So we move on. You're welcome, everybody. Craig has a brick and mortar store now. And he's like, yeah, you know, like it is made of brick, but every building is mortal. You're right. Like you could bomb it. Start it on fire. Like it could die, but it probably won't. It's really strong. Yeah. And uh, we just got a big deal with Kroger. Ellie Kroger, the woman who is on Food Network. She wants a pillow. So we're really excited. (laughs) You know, the guy, the guy who burned all the children, on, the guy who killed all the children on that street until all the neighbors burned him alive. That's uh, Kruger, Craig. It's Freddy Krueger. Yeah. No, I mean, the guy who lit everyone on fire. Oh, that's Guy Fieri. He didn't light anyone on fire. <laughs> that doesn't even sound like Kruger, Craig. Yeah. And then she uh, starts clapping. Cat. That's, a, that's a cougar. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? He just wanted to like be neighbors. That's <laughs> Mr. Rogers. <laughs> no, nothing even related to Food Network or the word Kroger. That just that's Roger in the name, Craig. <laughs> My balls hurt. <laughs> so, um, so anyway, he get he's get his pillows are gonna be sold in supermarkets, which is interesting and shep is like does a this like floppy clap where he sort of like dangles his hands together where they're like 
He's doing like Everyone. sarcastic golf clap. Like, look at me. I'm a supportive friend. I'm going to clap really big and loud because uh, otherwise everyone's going to say I'm a terrible person. <laughs> and then uh, some, that Andy wants to now talk about um, their, the guy's relationships. And so someone like, you know, um, you know, D from Odorant <laughs> says, uh, Shep's been jealous of Craig since Craig won the highest bid at The Bachelor the auction in season two and then we get a flashback of kelsey ballerini bidding on on craig and then shep yelling at kelsey baller i forgot that he yelled at her being like you cheated yeah, it's, like, it's not fair it's rigged <laughs> it's rigged it's rigged you're a cheater kelsey ballerini <laughs> um so um andy's like well uh wait i'm sorry i skipped a little so um and he's like, so, Austin, do you think that Shep is jealous of Craig for being younger, hotter, not having to wear underwear, getting Kroger deals just falling out of the sky for sewing pillows terribly in one season? Come on, I, do I need to keep making a list? And Austin's like, no, 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 uh, Shep just likes to give Craig shit. I mean, it's insane. It's insane, Andy. <laughs> and Shep's like, hey, listen, we're a package deal, Austin, just like you guys are a package deal, because we started on this journey together, noob. Okay? <laughs> well, maybe because he's actually got a thing going on it's taking away from your Peter Panning around Charleston. And Texas. Okay, Taylor, I'm going <laughs> to tell you again. You have to wait for your segment. <laughs> Well, he's, like, supportive now, but, like, when he says the wrong things, like, it could trigger me, especially when he teams up with a Whitney to do it. And uh, Andy's like, well, there is a cavalcade of times I've seen you absolutely black out, Craig. I don't think it's ever been worse than in St. Simon's. So we see clips of Craig just being wasted in the restaurant. Unfortunately, they didn't add another, uh... You ever served? You ever served? How long have you spent uh, in food and meth? How yeah. Long, how long have you spent in uh, food and meth? <laughs> I would have liked that. And Andy's like, do you even remember wrestling Austin to the ground? And furthermore, does anyone remember where they last saw Pringle? There's <laughs> some concern he might show up at BravoCon and we may not have enough cocktails for him. Actually, that was going to be my question for the room. Has anybody seen the Pringles? Uh, Beverly Hills ended a long time ago, PK. All right, we're going to have to ask you to leave. Craft services, witchcraft, I'm telling you. Bejeweled, bangled, and bejungled am I. All right? Craft services, witchcraft. Hey, Get I out, heard, PK. I heard someone said there'd be some sort of a cocktail here at the reunion. <laughs> no, we were talking about BravoCon. Oh, is that a new kind of a specialty beer that Austin's doing? Uh, don't mind, I'll just be over here drinking in the corner. Uh, keep no, talking. I was just saying that, that Shed can't stop putting his cock and tail in Texas. <laughs> oh, God, Taylor's here. All right, I'll be under this table if anybody <laughs> sees a bar upon me. Just, you know, feel free to hand me uh, like a Coors Light under the table. Just pretend you're hiding it. So, um, so they're talking about uh, Craig being wasted and everything, and, um, and Naomi goes, "Yeah, Craig, you were wasted. You tried to pay the Uber with leaves." <laughs> <laughs> I didn't catch that. That's funny. 
Oh, so Andy tries it again. He's like, you know, uh, why were you so turned up, Craig? And he's like, well, because, you know, like, remember how I pretended to quit doing Adderall, which was really a code word for Coke? But then I still do Coke because, like, I didn't never said I stopped doing Coke. <laughs> I guess I did too much. I guess I drank too much Jaeger. And Andy's like, well, why not Chardonnay, Craig? Oh, come on. Any gay kid knows what Chardonnay does to a person because we were all raised by crazy mothers drunk on Chardonnay. <laughs> Andy, what the fuck kind of question is that? And then Craig has this, he's, he goes, well, that's the problem. It highlighted a drinking issue. I'm like, that's what highlighted the drinking issue? Not the eight seasons of this show that you could have watched back? And he's like, I'm just trying but to... Again. <laughs> Again, Craig is just, he gives the mystery solved answer. Well, it highlighted a drinking problem. <laughs> there you go. Mystery solved. So I'm trying to cut back. on. I'm trying to actually stop drinking entirely. Um, <clears throat> except the thing is that I, I replaced all my non-alcoholic beverages with Jaeger. So it's sort of going the wrong direction, but we're, <laughs> we're having fun. I'm really into injectables these days, Andy. So just era, just a straight up age for me from now on. Um, and so he's like, yeah, but how much did your alcohol consumption have to do with you being stuck on an island with Naomi? You call Naomi your psycho ex. Seemed like the narrative you were trying to spread is that she wasn't over you. And he's like, and then, and then he does it again. It's like no hidden motives. He goes, yeah. Well, I can be a jealous person, and, like, if I walked into a room and Paige was with her ex, like, I just didn't want to put her in that position, and, like, I didn't really know what to do, so, like, I just made stuff up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I basically. (laughs) Yeah, he basically said, he didn't say I made stuff up, but that's basically what he said, right? And Andy's like, okay, well, we did put you and Naomi in the first chair because we thought this would turn into a big he said, she said argument, but I, I guess not. Okay. Well, a lot of viewers are speculating on real estate. What are you guys doing with your money? It's crazy. But also... <laughs> Anyone into crypto? Also. Hey, are you still in love with Naomi? It's like, Andy... Uh, you're gonna pull five cards today that just say are you still in love with naomi how many times are you gonna ask that nothing happened this reunion needed to be 40 minutes <laughs> uh he's and Greg's like oh because craig thought it'd be a different question so um <laughs> anyway soccer from ball says craig it's obvious you still love naomi why are you so nasty and two-faced to her you can respect Paige's wishes and respect naomi at the same time oh my god his head just exploded with that very concept wow i'm sorry america <laughs> did not mean and to show that craig gives that devil devish devilish smile where he's like yeah i'm so charming he's like naomi can still push my buttons golden smile <laughs> yeah naomi goes well i'm doing my best not to it's like i walked into an elevator and faced away from the door and yet still somehow it shows my floor <laughs> yeah and andy says Paige convinced you to reinvite her to your big important party so why make the effort then treat her like an afterthought at the party he's like Oh, if I did that, I didn't mean to. I mean, there were, like, a lot of people there. Like, there was us. I mean, okay, there weren't really a lot of people there, but the walls were red, so. (laughs) 
Love is like, well, then why were you like, oh, they're petulant children when we're just like trying to sit at a table? And Andy's like, yeah, why did you have a seating chart? And Greg goes, well, you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. And everyone's like, no, not really. No, you can have a chart. Olivia goes, you're not damned if you have a seating chart. I'm like, that is so from your mother. Because you know her mom was like, have fun at prom, honey. And remember, you're not damned if you have a seating chart. Okay? Just remember. She has it like a as like a needlepoint hanging from the wall. <laughs> damned if you do. Damned if you don't have a seating chart. So, Craig. You're not going to be damned if you don't have a seat. You're not going to be damned for a seating chart. Okay? <laughs> don't tell daddy I'm drinking. So Craig was worried that um, if he made a seating chart, then people would be mad uh, based off because because he'd be saying who gets to sit with whom. And Andy's like, yeah, well, how did that work out with the seating chart? Am I right? I just gave you some I'm being sarcastic to James Kennedy voice. (laughs) How did that work out? Well, like everyone had a seat. No, they didn't. That's what the segment is about, Greg. And he goes, well, everyone was fine with it except Levin Naomi. He's like, "Uh, yeah, welcome to the show. That is the plot point we're discussing right now, Greg. They are your guests, so it didn't work out. The plan did not work. And he goes, well, Levin made the party about herself, and I'm still confused why you came in and had a chip on your shoulder. Oh, babe, did someone say there's a chip on someone's shoulder? I thought there were no Pringles in here. <laughs> Delicious. PK, back in the parking lot. Stop gnawing on Lever's shoulder, PK. It was mm. a metaphor. Well, I couldn't help it. I had some guacamole still left on my lip. Went perfectly together. Got it so in Punta Mita. Like, That's where you go. What'd you say? Oh, down Got in Punta Mita. <laughs> <laughs> so um craig's like yeah well like uh, you know she just had an attitude like what's with the chip and love was like oh god craig like i don't support you and he goes yeah but like what provoked you she goes um i'm stressed i have a child i run an empire <laughs> <laughs> yep there's two bars down in charleston Oh, my God. And Madison just started laughing. And Vanita says, here we go. She goes, yeah. And, like, I was seeing my therapist every day. And, like, you went at zero to 100, Craig. You were being an asshole, Leva, too. I mean, come on. What bothered you about not having a place to sit? And Naomi's like, well, I mean, half the people were sitting at the time. And then, like, it's like, oh, there's no space for you guys. So that's what started the whole heightened thing, you know? So that's my answer that doesn't answer anything. And Leva's like. Well, that is kind of true, though. I forgot about that. (laughs) He's like, well, it's first come, first serve. So, like, wherever anybody wants to sit. But then no one was sitting down. And he's like, you can't sit here. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I was still, I was still very angry and triggered. And if you go back and listen to the recap, you hear my my sob story from the uh, the birthday party that I went to, where everyone left my table, and I did not appreciate that. Okay, so don't I was trigger team, yourself. Again. I was team Naomi. Okay, but Leva goes. Well, also, I have to make a correction because last week I thought I misheard it. I thought Craig's. She said, "Well, can I sit there?" And he said, "Not if you're single." He didn't say, "Not if you're single." He said, "Not at this table." So sorry, oh. everybody. I mean, wow. I know I normally get everything completely word <laughs> for very, word correct, but we're a very detail oriented podcast. So, 
That was a real yeah. strike against our brand the there. Fucked up that one. Yeah. So fucked that one up. Either way, Love is talking about how she's just she's like, I'm just trying to sit with my friends. And like, you know, I'm actually quite friendly with his business partner. And Andy is like, well, was it inappropriate for Leva to talk to Craig's business partner? And Awesome's like, oh, I'm just curious about what was said. And Craig's like, well, she said it's nice to talk to the people who actually run Craig's business. And Leva goes, I didn't say that. I <laughs> see the tape. Hi, I'm talking to people who actually run your business. Clown. <laughs> I love that he goes, it's recorded, Leva. And she goes, okay, fine, then run the tape. And they do. <laughs> it's literally what Craig said that she said. Exactly, yeah. And so he's like, you just came in hot. And Madison goes, literally hot, though. <laughs> Go, girlfriend. I'm still on your team. Go, girlfriend. Right. You've been hanging out with Freddy Krueger, burning down houses and such. <laughs> <laughs> and Andy's like, you called Craig a clown. And she's like, well, I was just reacting to him. Okay, first of all, Craig is a clown. Okay. Second, those people do run be- Craig's business. No one is sitting here thinking Craig actually runs a pillow empire. Like, no. literally nobody. Okay. But he was kind of a jerk not to give them seats. But Leva did also act like a petulant child and was a total asshole to go say all that stuff to the business partners and then scream that at a work party. I mean, what the hell? Yeah, I mean, I get that. I mean, I think I think that she was friends with him, or like anyway, I think they had their own kind of relationship. But um, I just still thought it was, I just thought it was just so rude, just so rude that that like you know they Naomi and Leva were just stuck at the end of the table with wins, and yeah. you know like and the other thing is Naomi wasn't you know we we were saying on the pot on that recap like oh well Naomi they can just go make talk with other people and Naomi's probably like I don't want to look like the psycho person who now the only people I have to talk with are Craig's business partners you know I mean you know whatever I see the other side too that it's like the finale party and they should have been with the rest of the cast on the finale I mean I get all that I'm just saying everybody was wrong here you know yeah. Leva was shitty and then Greg screaming at her for security and it's funny listening to them try to rewrite it but it just happened so everyone's like right. uh, guys you can't just change the whole plot she's like I never said it they roll the tape and then Craig's like and then I just asked you to leave and Olivia's like um no you said security kick her out then <laughs> Put her in the street, run her over with the car, and then just grab a baby from a stroller and hit her over the head with it. Yeah. She sucks. That's and, how much she sucks. And burn down her kitchen so she can never shoot a scene in there ever again. <laughs> there oh. will be no more gluten-free cookie scenes. <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah, Catherine's like, Erm, you were trying to take over the whole night. And Leva's like, what am I trying to take over? And Andy's like, well, can you own that you were kind of aggressive? And she's like, listen. If I get poked, and then Craig's like, well, the seating wasn't me poking you. What When I'm poking you, it's because there's a hole in my pants, which is happening right now. <laughs> She's like, it was a pylon. Okay, it was a pylon. My buildings are built like that. <laughs> and Andy says, okay, but can you own you were terrible, Craig? And he goes, yeah, but like, it is what it is. And Merry Christmas! Whoa, what did I get in my stocking? Is it Craig's penis about to show itself to Austin? <laughs> but I also like that Craig, basically, when she says, you know, you were all, like, it was such a pylon, and he goes, that's not my problem, that's your problem. You decided to come to my party. It <laughs> 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 just kind of warped logic to have for you guess. Oh, you so, show up to play a football game, and then you're mad when you get tackled. Yeah. Well, now uh, Catherine's microphone needs to be fixed again. Apparently, it's an ongoing issue. 
And then they hate and, her so much. Everybody's like, <sighs> and Catherine's like, sorry, it fell again. Just the underdog. So then Andy goes, Leva, as the mom of the group. And then Catherine just does like a big eye. Like she's whatever. Because like that's kind of been her thing. Well, when she's not running her business, she's advising her friends. Oh, my God, I can't. I just hope she dies. And helping them tend their wounds. I literally can not. <laughs> Leva goes, we can hear you. She goes, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> well, Moobs from Art Fun because they're moves, not boobs, says, Leva, you look great. Can't be real. Did you get a mommy makeover or did Jesus just start handing out presents early? And Leva's like, well, uh, I actually got my boobs reduced. You just watch like all the men recoil on the stage. Like, what? That's insane. Why would you do that in Charleston? It's insane well, right now. Austin literally did. He made the worst look. And now Austin, through this whole thing, they're all giving Leva dirty looks, by the way, through the yeah. segments. And Austin especially, everything she says, he's like, <laughs> and then, you know, speaks like 30 sentences in Japanese with just his lips. <laughs> Well, he, they're probably also mad at Leva that she got a spinoff show. So speaking of which, and he's like, hey, congrats on your new show. It's called Southern Hospitality. People are very excited, especially these two super fans named Leva and Lamar. Wow. Well, tell us about the show. Is it like Halloween ends? Because that's premiering tomorrow. Tell us uh, without saying it's a ripoff of Vanderpump Rules. Shameless, shameless fucking ripoff. Say that. She's like, well, it's going to be really great because like it's like a different angle than it is here because like obviously I'm the boss there and I guess I'm not the boss here. And Austin and Shep give each other looks like <laughs> they hate her. And then we see a clip of the show and <laughs> Leva has some dress like Vanderpump rules they're all like micro minis with cutouts and then she's like but remember girls you're still in the south okay (laughs) and then one of the girls phone notifications goes off and she goes oh my god it's my birth control honey will you check my birth control (laughs) and then it comes back and leva's like yeah i have to deal with a lot of shocking stuff but it's just a normal day in leva land am i right it's like okay She's so smarmy, I can't. But that show does look good, and I will be watching that shit. Yeah, so now, um, hey, Keenan from Denver says, Leva, Leva might be the mama bear at work and at home, but where does I she can't, get... Ugh, I can't, I <laughs> can't, Where does she get off telling friends what to do? Wow, I did not know that you were a development exec on the sitcom Friends. That's so cool. You must, So you gave a lot of notes, huh? Are you bossy? She goes, uh, ask me that again. Are you bossy? Gotcha. Yeah, I'm bossy, Andy. I'm pretty bossy. Well, Austin, you said she can't help herself from herself, and also you've rolled your eyes and literally stuck out your tongue nine times in the past two minutes. Anything to say? And Austin's like, I've never heard that phrase. Advice is my demise. Be so true. Andy, I've never heard that be so true. Is that what he said? Because she said, Leva says, you know what? I just, I advise to my demise. So I was like, I've never heard that phrase, but it's so true. I love that phrase. It's like, what does that mean? Makes more sense now. Thanks, man. (laughs) He's like, oh, I I need a phrase for myself now. Uh, I do nothing. Does anything rhyme with nothing? I could just end it right there. I do nothing. (laughs) 
Um, so she's like, yeah, I'm a real control freak. And Austin's like, <laughs> rolling his eyes. And um, Andy asks Madison, who's bossier, and she's like, oh, there's not a game we want to play. But I think she knows now to keep her nose in her own business. Okay, am I right? Am I right? <laughs> and Leva's, and then he's like, well, is there any situation that you inserted yourself in that didn't work out? And Leva's like, oh, uh, their birthday. Yeah, that didn't work out, you know. And and Andy's like, "Hey, Vanita, do you ever think about how things could have gone differently had Levin not encouraged everyone to air their grievances as your birthday gift?" And Vanita's actually like, "Well, actually, you know, uh, it was pretty good because it encouraged us to break ice. Like, literally, made me want to break a block of ice over Catherine's head <laughs> and Olivia yeah. too." Uh, and um. He he's like so everybody raise their hand who wants Leva to be um, moved to a different city or whatever <laughs> and so you know most of them do and Taylor's like well she's my voice of reason oh god really well how's that fucking working out Jeez, yeah. Taylor and so Andy's like do you understand why viewers think you crossed the line Leva and she's like um I mean I know that about myself like my husband says stay out of things like you know Madison was just trying to say like you know I was just trying to say Madison like stop you look toxic but then it went like whoosh over her head <laughs> no it didn't you were telling her she looked toxic and she got pissed it's not that people don't understand you yeah the, it, it was the message was received so then we find they out just that didn't like the message yeah uh, so then we find out that leva actually unfollowed a bunch of people on social media um mainly madison vanita craig austin and Catherine. so a good chunk of the cast and she was saying you know, she's like you know well i was expecting austin to be like craig you shouldn't speak to her that way and then he didn't and that hurt my feelings and then the girls i unfollowed were just snarky about it too and then madison just goes ding <laughs> she goes yeah and i was really offended and hurt and i just didn't want to see their faces and madison goes oh jesus <laughs> so then andy you know is like from pregnancy panic to something something i don't really care enough to finish his sentence shep let's make taylor cry some more got some <laughs> some time left so shep um, please, from wear a condom, you're a disgusting human being, and we don't need any more snotty-ass people using words they don't truly understand, wants to know, why would you refuse to use birth control if you didn't want to have a bunch of hairy-backed little children? Do you think the idea of having children is horrifying? It's not horrifying. Terrifying. Oh, that was a bon mot. Oh, that was a good one. Yeah. That was so funny. Uh, well, maybe one day, Andy. And Taylor goes, one day, you're 43 years old. And Andy goes, I was 50. And she just ignores him. She's like, what? I mean, you told me you do not see yourself in a committed relationship, Shep. Well, we talked about marriage and kids and the Vietnam War. Great documentary. And how to raise them <laughs> watching the Vietnam War. A great documentary for kids, too. And you failed, Shep. You failed, Shep. Damn right I did. Damn right I did. Just like, don't say the Vietnam War. <laughs> the Vietnam War. Damn it, Shep. Well, why would you accept failure, Shep? Like, own up to it. Work on it. He's like, well, I mean, it's not that I like it. Gosh. <laughs> Taylor, do you think that Shep was being honest with you last year when he said his only indiscretion was a kiss in a stairwell? On a rose in the grave. Oh, sorry. Went into seal there for a moment. But do you think he's being honest? 
And she says, yes. Okay, Taylor, you're fucking hope. You're officially fucking hopeless. <laughs> like, seriously, all of this, and you believe that Shep was completely faithful to you that whole time? I can't with you. I literally cannot with you, ma'am. <laughs> hey, Craig, what did you mean when you said there are little fires everywhere? Were you talking about the book? No, I was talking about <laughs> no, Freddie the Krueger. television show. <laughs> you know, Carrie Washington, like, she was the first president of the United States and also an excellent actor. I would like to thank Reese's Pieces for producing such a quality television show for Amazon Hulu Prime. Thank you. I think one of the things that I was so surprised to learn about Kerry Washington was that I didn't realize our first president was also taunted miserably at the prom and had pig's blood spilled on her. That was shocking to learn. Okay, you're taking Washington and Kerry and mixing them together. <laughs> Strange. I'm sort of into it in a weird way. <laughs> so uh, Madison goes, um, what do you mean? You don't know what that means. It means there are fires everywhere. <laughs> What's confusing? <laughs> Thanks for the clarity. So Taylor's like, <laughs> I mean, I don't care. I get that Madison's evil, but she's fucking funny. She's I mean, hilarious. the woman was on five minutes of this whole season, and she carried this whole, <laughs> this she whole carried this whole thing. She's at the end of that couch, just cracking jokes and making remarks. She's fantastic. <laughs> so Taylor's like, well, it it cuts. It cuts to you buying someone a drink at the bar who happens to be one of my sorority girlfriends. Why did you buy her a drink ship? Why did you buy her a drink ship? He goes, what, did I get her number? Did I grab her butt? I mean, I was with my friends. I was never going to do anything untoward. <laughs> Wait, you can be untoward? You, can, you, don't, you don't have to just be toward something? Craig, it's called just... backwards, stupid, and it's how you walk if you take a shot of, like, <laughs> Craig, the polio vaccine. Craig, I need you to stop focusing on, on directional walking right now. It's not your strong suit. So uh, Austin goes, yeah, well, Taylor, she called me, and she said she just watched the episode. She has her fire extinguisher ready because she heard her house is on fire, and, I, and she said, is Shep going to cheat on me? And I was like, I have no idea what Craig is talking about, but yeah, you probably should get out of the house. Actually, do you think it's on fire right now? Yeah. Uh, I just told her, drop the uh, fire extinguisher and call the Orkin man, okay? Because you've got a lot of bugs. So um, this is clear now that the guys have just buddied up yeah. and are going to just stand up for each other no matter what happens because this is absolute bullshit. Craig knows what he was saying. And Chef's like, it's okay. It's okay that you guys thought something but and craig's like well i mean all i really meant was that like you guys had a lot of shit going on and like you had called him and then like you left for a while and then he left for a while and like you know there was just a lot of stuff going on that's what i meant by little fires everywhere <laughs> oh okay yeah okay. that makes sense you didn't mean shep was just fucking everybody in bars <laughs> and then hiding it from taylor and she was eventually gonna find out okay, okay. yeah so then andy asked taylor if what her parents think about Shep and they love Shep I my heart broke for her with that because that sucks you see she's like holding her like she is so frustrated but her parents love Shep and Andy is like it's disgusting that is fucking disgusting yeah. and her parents really need to be told to get it to fucking gather like raise your children to have some kind of self-confidence look at this this is pathetic and I like Taylor but this is just fucking pathetic you're fighting over Shep Shep yeah. 
I mean, Shapu told you from day one what a piece of shit he is, and here you are still crying and being like, I love him and I believe him. Just well, look, your you got, parents. It's because the parents need some work. The, yeah. it's, the, the, I mean, the parents basically taught her to like, don't worry about your own self worth. It's all about a guy, especially like a wealthy guy. And yeah, so, a guy with a trust fund. You know, yeah. Gross. So, uh, Andy's like, so they don't mind when he told you you were an idiot, and she's like, Mm-mm. she's like not speaking. She can't even speak. She can't even utter it. And he goes, and that that didn't move the needle. I mean, it was over an egg. Did you tell your parents he called you an idiot over an egg toss game? Did that move the needle at all? She's like, it actually went the other way. The needle went the other way. Oh wow, wow, a lot to unpack there, everyone. Yeah, they said I shouldn't have smushed the egg. <laughs> fucking idiot and Shep's like well I am fully aware of how trivial that sounds you know just being an actress and Andy's like uh and she said they said that you speak that way to your mom do you really speak to your mom that way and he's like oh oh gosh I speak like that to everyone Andy it's everyone well, you know uh, spread the love <laughs> and Taylor's like it's really it's sad, sad. And Andy she goes, whispers it. She's like, it's sad. And is this what you've witnessed with his family? And she goes, he will he will degrade his parents more than anything and wake up the next morning and his parents say, it's okay. We love you. And this is where Taylor starts to really start to wind up. It's great. And Shep is like, what are you talking about? The way you speak to your parents, to your father, your mother, who gave you everything, who literally sends you a paycheck to your fucking mailbox because i know you like to fuck boxes but apparently the only box you don't seem to check every month is your own mailbox you got checks in there when she goes every fucking month ship and he's like well that's fucking news to me she's like you don't speak to them that way you literally say fuck 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 you fuck 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 and then you go to sleep and you your sweet rip and fran they couldn't hurt a fly and he's like okay taylor i'm a bad son poor i mean poor me i'm just a bad son i'm getting confused right now (laughs) and he's like well did you watch the egg toss and he's like i couldn't watch it i didn't want to i didn't want to relive it well that's the flaw you need to watch your shit back so you can correct it you have no one holding you accountable nobody nobody in your life you want you better watch that egg toss no you're 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 misunderstanding me i couldn't watch it because i knew that you just did the egg toss so badly and i don't want to lose respect for you again (laughs) it has nothing to do with me i was totally right in what i said (laughs) so yeah you need to watch it back he goes he literally says i'm not playing this game with you taylor Literally egg toss. I'm never playing that game with you ever again. <laughs> or rings on a or rings on a bottle. You suck at that one too, loser. <laughs> so she- Taylor's like, yeah, well, you need no one to hold you accountable. Nobody, nobody. Who's gonna hold you accountable? Who? Who's gonna hold you accountable? And not the guys. They just say, oh, that's Shep. And Craig goes, no, I leave. <laughs> she goes, that's not holding him accountable. <laughs> and Shep's like, gosh, you would think I'm Ted Bundy. No, Ted Bundy actually got caught eventually. <laughs> Ted Bundy actually achieved his goals. <laughs> <laughs> it may not have been good work, but he still did work. <laughs> He's remembered for something. <laughs> so Craig's like I mean, for Christ's sake at least Ted Bundy made an effort <laughs> so then uh, Craig is 
Craig's saying, like, well, I can't hold him accountable because he's not going to listen to me. Yeah, it's insane. You see me and Craig yell at Shep. No, you guys just walk away. You guys just walk away. Madison, you take it from here. And Madison, at first I was really happy because I thought Madison was saying, and you follow him talking to Taylor because that's the -hmm. truth. I mean, she's right that the guys don't do anything, but what are you supposed to do? Like sit there and wait until Shep learns a lesson? No. You walk the fuck away from crazy people, Taylor, just like you should have done two years ago, you weirdo. Yeah. So Madison's like, oh yeah, the guys follow him. He just leads back and you guys follow like a couple of polo shirted little pussies. Craig goes, I don't follow anyone, but oh wait, hold on one second. I just got a text. Page tells me to follow her to the bar. Sorry, gotta go. <laughs> uh, no one holds him accountable. So Taylor's like just going off screaming accountable over and over. And Chef goes, Taylor, you're in the best position. You don't have to deal with me anymore. I set you free. If you love it, don't set it free. Whoa. <laughs> and she's like, What do you want this life, Chef? Because I know your potential, because I have seen you at your rawest. Well, actually, okay, those whores saw you at your rawest. What do you want from me? Oh, I'm just trying to figure my life out still. In other women's pants. That was actually something I said. It was not something that Ben and Ronnie made up. In other women's pants. (laughs) And I'm the only person who sees you to your true heart, and you just see me as another number. He's like, that is not true, 95601. And she's like, you fucked another person in Texas, multiple people. God damn, it's been two months, Shep. So now Andy is like, well, he is (laughs) single now. 300 women, Andy, allegedly 300 women. And he's like, yeah, but he had fucked over 300 women when you'd gotten with him. I don't know if you're tra- if you really can see what I'm trying to imply about this. I guess it's do your research, Taylor. Do your research. Andy, 300. There have been more splatters on his poster than the actual 300 movie poster, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, why are you using women like that, Shep? You used me like that. And he's like, no, I didn't. And uh, Andy's like, well, you feel like he used you? And she goes, yeah, because I'm just the whore that stuck around the longest. And here she goes repeating herself. And so Leva is doing this whole like, I'm crying. Look at me, guys. I'm crying. She's pulling a <laughs> Kyle Richards over there. Like, this is all about her. And then she starts fanning herself really big with jazz hands. You know? <laughs> and Andy is handing out tissues. It's literally like that, uh, like the magician who's just pulling out a string of handkerchiefs out of his sleeve. It's just one after the other all around. He's like, wow, all the girls are crying. Leva, why are you crying right now? <laughs> Fucking Andy is just like, well, what's the problem? I don't get it. And Leva's like, well, I feel for both of them because, like, I, you know, generally as a person with an empire and a child, you know, I know that, you know, whatever. And so Taylor's like, he doesn't love me. He just wants to chase pussy or whatever. <laughs> like, whoa. We're at the She's part like, oh, of Virginia just- <laughs> Wolf where the martinis just start flying across the room. Taylor's like, I'm just getting started. Leva's like, well, I don't think he treats you like he loves you, but he loves you. Oh, yeah. So why did he hook up with somebody else, Shep? What were you looking for, Shep? And he goes, what are you talking about? When you hooked up with someone in Texas, what were you looking for? A nut off? Well, I was looking for a night off. A nut off. It's a U-N-U-T. Nut off. 
what is a nut off? Some kind of competition? You probably suck at that too. Oh, um, and I've Madison's had nut offs like, with Austin where we say, "Hey, I've got a pistachio," and he says, "I've got a cashew," and we go, "Nut off." Hey, Andy, what's going on over there? Oh, nothing. I'm just just imagining your nut off. <laughs> and Madison just goes, "Oh God!" <laughs> They're all like, "Whoa, too much, Taylor. Nut off." <laughs> and then Andy just shrugs and he's like, I mean. <laughs> and Shep goes, Yeah, well, she's not a number. I don't keep score. And Taylor's like, Oh, do you even remember her name, by the way? So Andy's like, Okay, with all due, you are broken up and he was away. And she goes, It doesn't matter. He just wants women to spread their legs so he can masturbate on them. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, Andy goes, why do you keep saying that? <laughs> and she's, she goes, because... <laughs> it's the first time he's ever said something like that on the room. You're like, why? And he, she's like, because that's how he uses women. And Andy's like, but why do you care if it's over? And then she has her full drama moment. Because I fucking love him. Oh, God. Okay. Any (laughs) shred of respect I had for you is completely fucking gone. Just someone come. I mean, you can't even say, like, call her parents and have them come get her. Because they'd probably be like, get closer to him. Get closer to him. Maybe try and get pregnant, honey. Well, look, I, I'm going to give her I'll give her a little leeway in that, you know, she has not sorted out her emotions yet. She, I understand that she still loves him. But just the way she does it is like just peak melodrama at that moment, because I still love him. Damn it. It's just like the most cliched, you know, way to it's typical. Yeah. It's like, look, everybody. It's like that person who's bitched about their partner for months and months and their friends are fucking sick of it and finally say, that's it. I'm not listening to this anymore. So they make that grandstand. Look at how I'm standing up to them. And then the next second, you know, they're back together. Yeah. I will bet you dollars to donuts. Those two are going to be back together. Yeah. So Andy's like, well, you, so you, oh, you do, you do still love him, even though you just had that whole thing about nutting off, huh? So Shep, do you love Taylor? And he's like, I'll always love Taylor. But are you in love with her now? He's like, no, not right now. She said something mean about my parents. And so then, and then the music swells and we just have close-ups of their face before, as we go Like literal violence. It I was mean, I can't. Full on soap opera. And all the other cast members are like, oh, my God, we're crying, too. We're crying, too. Shut up. You are not. So then um, we come back from commercial, and Shep's just tapping that leg. And he's telling Olivia, he's like, I cannot believe she went after my mom and dad. That's crossing a line. Well, she's upset, Shep. I don't care. Come after me. She did come after you, Shep. (laughs) Well, fine. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, uh, so Shep, deep into your relationship, were you feeling doubts? He's like, yeah. And then Madison just goes, the atheist in the Bible, Peter. I mean, sorry. It's like the corn <laughs> lover with the with the non-sugar person. Am I right? Or as I call them, pussies. <laughs> and Andy's like, well, why would you convince her to travel with you? Because I wanted to show her the world on a magic carpet ride, Andy. <laughs> So he said, well, what happened on the trip that accelerated your breakup? Oh, well, we were a quarter of the way in and we were living well. 
you know, flying that carpet from city to city, high on the hog, if the hog were a carpet, so to speak, when we were in Venice, and then we went to a Michelin-starred restaurant, and she's like, this is nice and all, but where can I buy my tires? And I said, no, Taylor, that's not the same. It is the same, but it's not the same. <laughs> Someone bad, she started crying, and she said, I don't think we see the world in the same way, and we shouldn't be together. I was gobsmacked. I said, well, Alibaba had them 40 thieves. Sean Marazzi had a thousand tails. But Taylor, guess what? Because of my sleeves, I've got a brand of magic. Never fails. It's my parents' Amex card. We can do whatever we want. Oh, no, world. You never found a boyfriend like me. So, <laughs> a whole new gosh. <laughs> with wondrous sights to garsh onto <laughs> and i love that shep puts in there oh we were at a michelin starred restaurant oh god shep stop trying to get laid in your crying segment about taylor you know? so um oh go ahead I'm she, well she's like I'm just saying um like i have something to say but i don't it's, it's just okay, like a, it. oh it's a placeholder um my placeholder is i feel like so, Taylor, I feel like that's when I want to say something, but I don't know exactly what I'm saying just yet. So I say that. So Taylor goes, she goes, well, I would never regret the time that we had. And it was cool being on a carpet that could float. But when I traveled across this, when I've traveled across the seas, I spent weeks living on a dirty floor in a tent in a third world country, not eating Michelin star dinners, not eating that quote unquote sushi, whatever they call that thing. I mean, it was culture shock to me. <laughs> and uh andy's like did you pay for this and he's like i sure did andy lots and lots of money and taylor's like oh, but yeah he did pay and i don't want that him paying for things i mean that's terrible <laughs> and he goes yeah that's a testament to her because some people i know would be ordering dom in the basement and you know le leading to that i would have gone to the exit uh but you know i saw differences with me and taylor but i didn't really care you know, sometimes tents are cool as long as I don't have to stay in them. I just wanted to show her what it was like being on a freeway and passing a city made out of tents and going, Hello, well, look, there's tents, and then throwing cans at people's heads. Have you ever mooned a shanty town from the magic carpet on your way to Paris? <laughs> By the way, we must not look over the fact that Taylor's basically, you know, she's like, I don't want to be a kept woman where he's just paying for my stuff, whatever. And then Andy goes, Yeah, but that. That would be a lot of people's fantasies, by the way. <laughs> like, Have you ever watched The Real Housewives? <laughs> you know you're on Bravo, right? So she, so, so she's like, "Well, you finally found the exit." And Andy goes, "Well, there's a rumor that when you returned, that Shep, you were caught kissing one of Leva's employees in a nightclub, and somehow we don't have the footage of that. We got to fire someone here. We're missing too many good things at nightclubs these days." Yeah, I'm thinking they're just kind of glossing over this one because from what I remember from the news and I didn't look any of the, the news, you know, the you know the blogs. <laughs> Tom Burke. Um it this was not good. This was really bad. This sounded for this, sounded this wasn't terrible. like you were kissing one of Leva's employees. I don't think that was a problem. I think it was like you were aggressively sexually harassing one of Leva's employees from what I remember. And so Chef's like, Craig can testify to that. You know, it was just a long day. I was golfing. You know, 
boys will be boys. And I just got drunk. And then I got so drunk that Taylor had to come pick me up. And then I went home, I guess. But I didn't even know about the other stuff that happened until the girl DM Taylor and said I was hitting on her really hard. So then Craig gives us the a little bit more. He says, well, the lights were out when I walked in in his eyes. I knew he wasn't there. I don't think he knew what he was doing. But when he tried to kiss the girl, I grabbed him and sat him down forcefully and said, sit the fuck down. But then I left because I was scared. And was that the straw that broke the camel's back? Oh, and he's like, I don't know. I don't remember. Oh, okay. Okay, mm-hmm. chef. Jesus Christ. This fucking show. So Andy's like, well, okay, you want to clear anything up, chef? Okay. <laughs> so far, uh, you've come in about 300 people. You went to a tire restaurant and harassed somebody. So well, anything to make it look better for you? Well, I... I just hope that one day, in the not-too-distant future, she can appreciate the time we had together the way I did. We met as soulmates on Paris Island. We left as inmates from an asylum. And we were sharp, sharp as knives. And we're go, go, so gung-ho to lay down our lives. Shep, are you just singing that Billy Joel song about Vietnam? <laughs> sure am. Sure am. We didn't start the fire. <laughs> um, so, Little fires everywhere. Yeah. It's like, I just hope she can appreciate it because, you know, when we met, she could have gotten pregnant. And by the time we broke up, those pregnancies would have been considered geriatric pregnancies. <laughs> so... It was really a good block of time that we were together, Andy. <laughs> Taylor, anything you regret holding back? She goes, well, I love you immensely, despite all the times you've nutted off on horse in Texas, and <laughs> I hope you find stability and peace and condom. <sighs> and Andy's like, you're crying? Jesus Christ, Taylor. And she, <laughs> and then Lev was like, I'm crying too, Andy. I am literally <laughs> crying too, okay? It's a cookie from Empire finally breaking down because I feel things. <laughs> We've made so many references this podcast. So Craig's like, he's like, well, I think most of us love love. <laughs> and we've had a few of these situations, you know, nutting off on strangers in Texas. And they are ne- it's never the same, but it's always really sad. As the most popular person on Bravo, I'd like to say it's always sad when we see this sort of thing happen. Well, let's each take an opportunity to clear the air. Catherine, do you want to leave? Who do you want to leave in a better place with, other than that couch? Because I don't think that couch is ever going to recover from the spray tan that you left all over it. Uh, and she's, <laughs> and she's and then like, fucking Catherine. Everyone. This is so Catherine. Everyone, especially Lava, definitely Lava. And then they like kind of half hug. What the fuck are you talking <laughs> know, about? Where did that come from? <laughs> All right. And Olivia Madison, can bygones be bygones? And they're like, I'm good. I'm good too. Cool. Like, okay, I don't believe that. I don't believe that. So, Austin, would you like to congratulate Madison on getting engaged on Amazon Live? Okay. Uh, congratulations. I wish you and your husband the absolute insane best because you know what? He deserves a bride who looks like goddamn Celine Dion. (laughs) 
Wow, I didn't believe that one either, you fucking loser. And Madison's like, I believe it. I mean, that works. Thank you. I believed it. Thank you, loser. Thank you. I'm glad that I got this eye surgery to make my eyes wider so I could see just more clearly how fucking disgusting you are, and I'm glad I left you. Thank you for that. Thank you. <laughs> and Vanita, what friendships are you going to keep working on? It's the question no one really cares about. And she's like, uh, Leva and Madison. And yeah, they're the ones I want to focus on. And yeah, <laughs> that's it. There was nothing funny about what I said. <laughs> I just imagined everybody staring at Vanita because by the end they're just like looking at her like whatever. So then um, Andy's like, Craig, anyone you want to squash beef with? I promised Paige I would stop doing that in public. But <laughs> she said it was really embarrassing. <laughs> Not literally, Craig. Although if you want to do that afterwards, uh, you know, we can arrange for that too. <laughs> in this part of the country, we call it sword fighting. Austin, you want to stand up? Craig's like, well, I don't like walking by a Republic and not feeling comfortable to pop in and have a drink. And Leva's like, you can always pop in and have a drink. Although if you want to have a drink with me, we do have to have a conversation, but I will take your money. Yeah. And then he gives her that smile. He's like, oh yeah, you just want my money. Okay. Well, I'll pop in there. And then he's like, okay, that's a wrap. Thank God I'm starving. No, Craig, not literally. <laughs> All right, thank you for sharing your lives with us. Let's have a toast. Oh, my God, thank God. I promised Craig I wouldn't eat bread anymore. I mean, I promised Paige I wouldn't eat bread anymore, but it's worth it. <laughs> Craig, you really have to stop thinking about food. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's raise a glass. Oh, no, I, I'm not ready for children, let alone any glassware. No. <laughs> Craig, how is your brain stretched to three <laughs> fucking shows on this network? God damn, you're dumb. And uh, just when you thought they could not mention Craig's dick anymore. Hey, Craig, you can go behind that post over there and show us your dick. Show Austin your dick. <laughs> I am the post. I am the post. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. So uh, that was the end of Southern Charm. And now we segue into the world of Winterhouse. Uh, again, that's going to be on our Patreon bonus episode this week. Probably going to be on our main feed next week. But honestly, we're just going to take it day by day right now. I don't want to I don't want to promise. I don't want to overpromise anything. OK, so right now the premiere is on our Patreon bonus. Go to patreon.com slash watch for crappens. And uh, thanks, everyone, for being here this week full of uh, Bravo stuff. Have so much fun at BravoCon, everyone. And we'll talk to you on Monday night for Take a Seat. Bye, everyone. Bye. Watch What Crappens would like to thank its premium sponsors. Ain't no thing like Alison King. Ashley Savoni, she don't take no baloney. She's not just a Sheila. She's a Daniela. Itchels. Dana C. Dana do. Sarah Greenwood, she only uses her power for good. Erin McNicholas, she don't miss no trickleus. Hava Nagila Weber. Jamie, she has no less namey. Sipped some scotch with Jessica Trotch. Just saying, okay. Kristen the Piston Anderson. She's always supplying, it's Kelly Ryan. Megan Berg, you can't have a burger without the Berg. You're never alone with Lacey Monteleone. Let's give a kisserino to Lisa Lino. There ain't no problem that Sarah Salvia can't solve ya. The Bay Area Betches 
Betches. And our super premium sponsors. Somebody get us 10 cc's of Betsy MD. Always the wiser is Allison Weasler. We're taking the gold with Brenda Silva. Erica, 500 Days of Summers. She's the queen bee, it's Sarah Lemke. The incredible edible Matthew sisters. Don't get salty with Christine Pepper. Let's go on a bender with Lauren Fender. My favorite Murdo, Karen McMurdo. She's a good hobby, it's Lauren Hobgood. Nobody holds a candle to Jamie Kendall. Better do what she says, it's Elva Enriquez. Give him hell, Miss Noel. Can't have a meal without the Emily sides. We want to hang with Liz Lang. Shannon, out of a cannon, Anthony. Let's take off with Tamla Plain. She ain't no shrinking Violet Kuchar. We love you guys. <laughs>